Welcome back to Please Stop the Podcast with Katie and Chaz. This is Katie. This is a very flustered Chaz. Do you want to tell them while you're flustered? Can anybody guess first why Chaz is flustered? Any any just off the top of your head guesses? Yeah, you're right. My toilet. Please stop. (laughs) By the way, to all the listeners, Katie and I both run the Instagram. So if you're DMing us, you're deeming both of us. Sometimes people will like us make assumptions about who's responding to them because they assume it's one or the other if they DM the pod. And it's always really funny to see who you guys think you're talking to. Sometimes you're right. Sometimes you're wrong. Uh, I'm not going to call out specific examples here, but it's always funny. So keep doing that. We like it. I just got off the phone with Kohler. <laughs> Story of my life. My full-time job is not my tech job. It's not being a student. It is... <laughs> It's calling Kohler. I'm a full-time Kohler customer. This time I was slightly in tears. They could hear the trembling in my voice. Basically, they sent me a third incorrect tank cover. I now have three toilet tank covers for leisure. This one is bigger than the others. I called them. I said, look, I called you last week. You said if you send me one more wrong part, you'll just give me a whole new toilet. They never documented this. They never said this officially. I think I sounded so pitiful. At first they said, oh, we can't do that. And then I said, but my to- I only have one toilet. And if it breaks, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to panic. I'm going to have to go. Quite literally lose your shit. <laughs> I'm going to have to buy a hotel. After whatever I said, I somehow convinced them to just send me a brand new $600 toilet. I'm at peace. I got my mole cut off my head. I've been wanting this mole gone for most of my life. Finally, I got a competent dermatologist because apparently there's barely any in New York to agree to cut my mole off. The amount of times this week that I've had to hear about your mole, it's most obscene. It's too many times. I canceled so many plans this weekend due to this mole because I've got globbed aquaphor on my scalp and it's hard to work around that. I can't put my hair up. My stitches will split open if my hair is pulled. That is disgusting. She's also been telling men on dating apps about this head mole. How's that going? I have so many men intrigued. And look, I'll tell you, it's not gone wrong. Do you call it a mole or do you call it a lump? And if it's the second one, does anyone think that you have cancer? I Not that cancer is funny, but that this is funny. No, I call it, I'm very specific by calling it a mole. I like to say me lump to Katie. <laughs> I send her unwanted pictures of the glob of blood and aquaphor and my stitches on my head. She hates it. Disgusting. It's nothing I ever asked for, but this is the price of friendship. It's the only thing getting me through the week. I don't know. Can you take the lead? I'm fucking brain dead right now. We have been avoiding recording this episode for like a week and a half. We've had two weeks. I have to be really open with our listeners because God bless them for listening to us. We have really been like kicking this one down the road and pushing it to the last possible second. I don't really know why other than... We just don't want to do it. Yeah, what are we doing? We do. We just don't have the bandwidth. We are fucking swamped. I feel like all we do is complain about work, which we have to stop doing because you know what? We wanted these jobs and we are happy to have them. 
and they are getting you better health insurance to get your lumps cut off. So we got to be grateful. We got to take the W's where we can get them. No, it's not that. It's just my brain between that and writing about schizophrenia, which was my newest subject this week. I just, I don't have much to give. Quantity, not quality right now for me. You know what? We're doing it. So I'm happy to be here. Me too. Let's do a life update because I want to share with the people what I'm doing tonight so that we can hopefully do it together one day. How fun would that be to go together? You guys know Chaz on her Instagram has been putting up her little pole dancing videos. She looked so fun and carefree and flirty in them. And I was like, I want to do that. And then coincidentally, my good friend reached out to me a couple weeks ago and she was like, hey, let's take pole dancing classes. I was like, oh, I guess that's what I'm supposed to be doing. So we signed up. I'm going to pole tonight. Chaz and I's friendship is just a long series of us copying one another. If you didn't know that already, it's just it what we do. It absolutely is. Katie's friend saw my video, so I influenced her. So does that make me an influencer? Absolutely. Are you getting anything for it? No. You know, I'll tell you, one day Body and Pole might sponsor me. I did send my little dance to the gay instructor. I DM'd it to him and I said, look, I made the dance we learned today emo. He absolutely did not open the dance. (laughs) I thought you were going to say he loved it. He never opened it. Straight to the requests folder. He's probably like, who the fuck is this? So, uh, yeah, no, I'm not getting anything. There's, There'll be no poll sponsorships. Not even recognition or praise, which is really sad. Ashamed I'm a client, probably. Do you have a life update to share? School, work, same status, love life. I'm going to El Salvador in March if anyone has El Salvador Rex. A new toilet. You want to talk about the toilet again? <laughs> No. Okay. That's it. That's your only life update. We're good. (laughs) Okay. Now let's give some advice. Did anyone ask us for these things or did we just write them down? What is real? I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't looked at our pod notes in two weeks. You wrote this. Oh, (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know. What did I write? You want to talk about farting at a guy's place or no? Your face is saying no, but you wrote it. Oh, because I asked one of my friends for advi- if she had advice she wanted. She said, yeah, I want advice on this. Um, I don't have an answer to this. Do you? Really? I don't. You wrote it down and you don't have an answer? Because well, my friend, that was her advice she wanted us to work on. But we clearly, for we dropped the ball. We never. You dropped the ball. So I hope she listens to this. <laughs> yeah, so to answer your question, we don't know. No, 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 no. I do know, actually. Okay. I have a, I have a technique and a strategy because this is real and it does happen. Look, sometimes if you're a girl, you just have to fart and it's okay. And it like, I would rather you figure out a way to do that. That's not going to embarrass you than sit there and have your stomach hurt all night. Cause that's the worst. I saw this on TikTok, actually. It was this girl, and she was like, I've got the best strategy ever. You basically have to, like, pull your ass cheeks apart so that your butthole, like, just opens, and then it doesn't make a noise. Because, like, if it makes a loud noise, it's your ass cheeks, like, clapping together. Hey, physics. So what you do is you pull them apart. And then you can fart and it doesn't make any sound. So if you're at your boyfriend's house and you like go pee or something, you can just do it in the bathroom, 
Or if he's sitting there watching TV, you can just go into the bedroom or something or go in the other room and pretend like you need something or pretend like, I don't know, when you're brushing your teeth or whatever, then you can take care of it and then your belly won't hurt for the rest of the night. So you're welcome. If you try this, let me know. Have you even noticed how I can't say that word? Yes. And it makes me really uncomfortable too, but I am out here and I am doing it for the people. I can't say it. I don't know what it is. I hate it. Say it. Let's hear it. No. It's exposure therapy. You're the therapist. We have to like get past this. Ugh. Fart. <laughs> oh, I hate it. It's uncomfortable. I don't like it. Okay, we're never saying that again. But now you know how to fix it, and I hope that it helps. Now, I have a question that I did actually add. Okay, okay. What if it's the opposite? What if you're at a guy's house, and like he is obviously shitting? Oh, I've run into this. If he, if he farts or something and it's really loud, what do you do? Look, like all I do on this pod is talk about my ex, but you know, these are my life experiences. What do you want from me? I'm talking about my life. This is a big part of my life. He had a lot, he has a lot of tummy troubles and yeah. he lived in a one bedroom with a one bathroom. What I would do at a courtesy, because he was a very, vo- his butt was very vocal. Ew. He didn't mean to be. He would always be so embarrassed over it. But I would just pl- either put my AirPods in at a courtesy or play the TV and TikTok loud. And then we had a speaker in the bathroom that he would play if he really was concerned about it. So we just were on the same page. See, I love that. Boyfriends in the past have taken interesting approaches to this. I had one boyfriend, which you're well aware of. My ex in New York, the poor guy, it was like World War Three every time he would go to the bathroom. And it was so loud and it was so obvious. So you had to, you had to just say something. You had to address it. And then it was fine because we like ripped off the Band-Aid and it wasn't that uncomfortable and it was just kind of funny. And then I've also dated people where you don't ever talk about it and it's so uncomfortable every time you hear them. I'd rather talk about it. Sometimes it's an accident or they just, if they're like napping or something on the couch and then I don't know what to do because... I'm just uncomfortable because we've never talked about it. And then I'm just sitting there like, I guess I pretend this didn't happen. What do I do? Katie dated someone once who would sometimes fall asleep while shitting. (laughs) And broke up with him after that for the record. The other person Katie's referring to, he one time peed in her bedroom. No, it was on my, it was in the bathroom, but it was on the floor. Oh, okay. He just didn't, he was like tired and also probably fucked up and he didn't open the toilet seat before he peed so he peed on top of the toilet seat and then a giant puddle all over my bathroom floor and then got stuck in the bathroom and couldn't find his way out yeah he was not (laughs) so I went to rescue him and I stepped in the puddle and he tried to blame it on Waverly this is not the first time a male in Katie's life has peed and not the toilet in her apartment and blamed it on the cat I really don't know where these men get off because my cat couldn't pee that much if like, he couldn't hold that much. There was an incident. I'm not naming names, but Katie slept at her boyfriend's apartment. I slept at her apartment because I was visiting and her someone was in town visiting her. He slept in the living room. I woke up the next day and there was a giant box that her water cooler, her Yeti cooler was in. Huge box. Drenched in piss. And he, this man clearly peed in the box, fucked up. Even though she had a balcony, he could have peed off the balcony. 
blamed it on her cat. Her cat is a foot and a half long. The box was like six feet. Yeah, it was massive. <laughs> a big box. Katie, Katie, it's a, it's a theme. This is why I don't have people over anymore besides you. You're the only person who's allowed to sleep at my house because I trust that you won't pee on my things. But now that you're having so many toilet troubles, I don't know if I trust that anymore. And also, you fucked up my toilet too. Do you remember? Not because of shitting. She had a massive nosebleed in the night, allegedly. Because of COVID. Not because of any inhalant drugs. I I had COVID and my blood pressure was skyrocketing and I would have spontaneous nosebleeds. And it was either ruin all of Katie's bedding and bleed everywhere, which I did bleed all over your dad's sweatshirt, but I was able to clean it in time. Or stuff my nose with nearby tissues and then put them all in the trash. But you didn't put them in the trash. It would have been a better solution had you put them in the trash. Instead, you put them in the toilet and then clogged my toilet. And then I had to go buy a plunger. I was panicked. You're welcome because you should always have a plunger. Apparently. If this is happening to everyone, then eventually it's going to happen to me. So I'm glad I'm prepared one day. Anyway, help me answer this question. Okay. What am I supposed to do for the guy who never addresses it? I mean, do what I do and address it. I was at my friend's party and this man kept talking to me and he wouldn't stop farting. What? I told you about this at the party I was at two weeks ago. (gasps) I didn't tell you. He was a good looking guy. He was English. They were buying me drinks and it was really fun. And the smell was so bad. I could no longer, like it, it happened three times. And so the third time it happened, I was like, oh my God, it smells so bad right now. I'm just going to blame it on this guy. And there was a guy with his back turned to me and I jokingly blamed it on him, even though it was clearly the guy I was talking to because it was just following us. Ew. It gets to the point where I was like, can he control this? Like, it got a little weird, but I think it's weirder if you don't say anything. Probably. I don't know. It's just, it's it's bizarre because he doesn't say anything either, and you would think he would. I mean, how obvious are we talking? I mean, it's loud. <laughs> he says nothing. I can hear it. That's delusional. He's got to ad- at least acknowledge it. It's so funny. And at this point, it's been so long that we just... I just keep ignoring it and I keep be- I keep faking I become suddenly deaf. It would not work for me. I would have to like say something joking. I guess it's different when you live live with someone because you can't I don't know, it's not a one-off thing. Yeah, ain't no getting around that. And it's it's fine with anyone that I'm not dating. I have no problem telling a guy friend that I need to go poop. But for some reason when it's a guy I'm dating like I I simply just don't. I never do. I don't speak of it. You know what I say? I always say it's time to toilet. Yeah. I have which, to toilet. I mean, when is it not toilet time for you? <laughs> toilet. Oh yeah, in my whole life. Good talk. What do you want to talk about next? This is something I can't stand is people who take Instagram, their Instagram feed specifically, so seriously. Oh, is this our please stop? Okay, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I post my little pole dancing videos. Am I a professional? Absolutely not. Do I look ridiculous? Probably. It's just my fun hobby that I like. I like pairing a song to it. It's fun for me. I like editing it. Do I think I'm going to be discovered? Fuck no. Am I trying to impress anyone? No. I just think it's a cute little thing I'm doing that it's on my page. 
And I feel like there are people out there and I understand working in entertainment, being a model, like you have to treat your Instagram almost like a resume. And I have no reason to even say this. Like, I don't know anyone who is taking their Instagram super seriously, but I just know that I don't. And if you do, when it's not your job, why are you doing it? That's a good question. Like people who stop themselves from posting something funny or cute or whatever like people will sit and think about a caption for so long and then not even post the picture like it's just I don't know I mean we've addressed long captions already and how those need to stop but absolutely 2022 if you weren't aware already we've been here for a while but welcome and it's it's good that you're catching up now but Instagram is casual now I don't want to see any more perfectly curated themed feeds. I don't want to see any more filters on shit. I don't want to see any more Facetune on shit. You just post your photos now and you put them in a little carousel. Trying too hard is not it. I like the photo dumps because it's reminiscent of Facebook where you just had a photo and you just upload the memories. Although Mm -hmm. Joe Biden posted a photo. I loved it. I thought it was so funny. I mean, I know it's not him doing it. I just think it's... Like, what are, what's Russia? Is Russia's leader posting photo dumps? Is this? God knows. I don't know. But I I like that he got a Gen Z correspondent and he was like, tell me what to do on Instagram. And they were probably like, oh yeah, photo dumps. And he said, okay. I don't know. Mixed feelings. I think he has other priorities than his photo dumps. It made me a little put off by it, to be honest. Like, there's a lot going on and like, here's a fun photo dump. I don't know. I just... I feel like I liked it just because you know that it's not him who's running his own social media. True. That's the piece that made me enjoy it. I'm just a fan of the overall stop trying on Instagram in general. Well, that's the thing. Joe Biden's a prime example of not taking Instagram too seriously. So I guess I do like it. You're right. Let's do current events. The When We Were Young Music Festival. Um, everyone's heard of it by now everyone I think thinks it's a scam by now but I have thought that since day one and when I wrote this in our notes two weeks ago it was day one and no one was talking about it I think that it's a hoax I think it's going to be the next fire festival people have done analysis of the number of bands that they say are allegedly going to perform in one day and the festival grounds that it's happening at only has three stages and they've done the math and they've figured out Without even accounting for setup and breakdown and sound checks and things like that, all the tech that goes into setting up a show, each act would only have under 35 minutes to perform if they split it evenly. Even and if it's three days? No, it's one day. They're fitting no. all of the acts into one day. They didn't split it out over three days when they added dates. They are playing the same show oh. for three separate days. And these are the, like, this is the organizer that put on Astroworld. And so many people are hype about this festival. And it's like the fairgrounds that it's taking place in are pretty small compared to like a Coachella or an ACL or even a GovBall. Like this is way, way smaller because it's in Las Vegas. That just freaks me out. I didn't realize it was the same person who put on Astroworld. Yeah, it's this Live Nation put on Astroworld part and they're being sued for billions of dollars. So the theory right now is they're using this to generate enough money to pay off those lawsuits. And also one of the bands, the guitarist from Census Fail put up an Instagram story a few days ago and he was like, 
I don't know what the fuck this is. Like, I don't know anything about this. And Census Fail is on the interesting they're supposed to be playing hey look at the publicity firefest got so even a failed festival is still a success to an extent depending on how you look at it and uh, you're you have a really good point of needing the funds for the court that's what i'm saying i have friends who bought tickets to this and i wanted to be like guys don't number one you're gonna get maybe smashed and smothered number two this just it doesn't seem like it's going to be worth the money even if it does end up happening I doubt it will be as big and as great as they're saying it's going to be I have a few friends who bought tickets I held off too because I just like you I thought it was too good to be true I didn't know I'm now after learning all this I'm I'm glad I held off granted if it does all happen successfully I will be so jealous and so same that's the other thing if it does happen I will be so happy for the people who did get to go because that's amazing and so exciting but if it doesn't, I will say I told you so. Okay, now it's your turn. Sriracha has lost its hype. I was thinking about it last night. I went to go get a condiment and I just thought, Sriracha, it was on every menu. And no one cares about Sriracha anymore. That's it. I don't even like the flavor of Sriracha. I've never liked it. I don't either, but I liked it when it was hyped up because I'm a sheep. Yeah. I'm an I easily influenced loser. <laughs> <laughs> guzzling sriracha when I hate it when you don't like it <laughs> I just wanted to be accepted by my peers um okay well I'm glad for you that it fell off and I'm also glad for me that it fell off because people like really would not shut the fuck up about sriracha Katie and I booked tickets to go to New Orleans we're going in May so prepare for New Orleans content maybe we'll record while we're there probably not since probably we don't not. record ever but we're going to be very intoxicated. What if we record while we're hammered in New Orleans? We don't have to publish it if it's bad, but then we can listen to it. I could see us trying to record on actual Bourbon Street. We could interview people. Actually, you're on to something. Okay, you know what? This might be a thing. We'll see. We're just going to have to get headphones so we have noise cancellation. I hate noise canceling headphones. It makes me feel like dead to the world but if we record like this audio in the world it's going to be so echoey if we record like this in on bourbon street someone's snatching our macbooks i hate to break it to you (laughs) yeah you're probably right we'll see if this actually happens but that would be a lot of fun okay i read about this new startup i forget what it's called but apparently there's a new startup that lets people pay to control content creators life decisions So influencers, think about your favorite influencer, probably not the big name ones, but the more small niche ones are desperate for money. (laughs) Now I'm thinking more like, I don't know, people who like have failed acting careers or things like that. Yeah. But like the ones who are desperate for money and like will do anything, that level of influencer will sign up to be on this app that lets the public pay to control their life decisions. So they'll put up an Instagram poll, everything from... Should I wear this shirt or this shirt today to should I go on a date with this man or this man? That's for as someone who hates making decisions that are mundane, I would sign myself up for this. So it's one of those things that's kind of blurring the line between reality and reality TV, say, where you, you know, with reality TV, we get so involved in other people's lives. Think about the housewives, you know, the dating shows, The Bachelor, things like that. We get so involved in other people's decisions. What if you could control the outcome of their decisions? Like, what if you're watching The Bachelor 
and you're bored of the show and you want him to go on a date with the villain or something like that instead of the good girl. You could pay someone to influence their decision making. And I just thought it was really interesting. I think it's a fascinating business concept. I don't know really where it's going to go or how it's going to generate money. Like I said, it's just a startup right now. Yeah. But it, it could potentially become a f- new form of entertainment. Interactive social media is genius. It's like The Sims, except Instagram. That is so genius. Exactly. And think about I mean, it could be fucked up, dude. You could really, I would assume that you would have to be such a strong, mentally strong person to give your life up like that. But I'm sure people would, people who just want to be famous, I'm 100% sure that people would give up that level of control. I think it sounds enjoyable too. I love being out of control when I well, but What if someone's saying, you know, what if you want to <laughs> like go to a friend's birthday party, but everyone's saying like no bail or spend the night in or whatever it is. Or if you really want to date one guy or you're growing feelings for a new guy, but everyone's so used to seeing you with the same guy that they're like, no, 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 you have to go back to your ex. Well, I'm sure you could do a lot behind the scenes that you don't, no one's holding a gun to their head every day, 24 seven. So I, within reason, you know, I have no idea. I love it. It's fascinating. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to figure out what it's called for our next episode, but we will be keeping tabs on this. Definitely. A safety tip if you're on the subway, look for the zebra stripes up top near the ceiling because that's the middle of the station and that's where the conductor stops. So if you get in that car, you'll have the conductor. So if something happens on the train, you're not totally alone. That's so smart. When did you figure that out? TikTok, like two weeks ago. Love that. It's wild how you can live in New York for so long and be so unobservant that like we just wouldn't know. I had no idea. What are three of your core memories? What's a core memory? It's just a memory. I'm not even sure myself. (laughs) It's just a memory (laughs) (laughs) that just sticks with you, that molds the rest of your life. It's like one of those memories that you'll just remember because it's a memory. I don't know. Give me an example. What's one for you? I was feeding the rabbits with my dad outside once and there was sun shining and I just stayed and and stared at him and remembered. And then one time we were riding bikes and I did the same thing. Like I purposely... I used to, I think I told you about this. I would call it save game book because I would go there. I would play a Harry Potter PC game. And if you found a book floating, you could save the game. But it was like moments that I was like, I need to remember this. So I would really do my best to. And for the most part, it worked. Or something that like you got in a near death experience and it sticks with you. I definitely have that from a car crash I got into. And it like pops up in weird times. It's like when I'm falling asleep sometimes, I'll just like have that feeling and it's really scary. When were you in a car crash? This was before I knew you. I crashed one of my dad's cars going from Indiana to Michigan once to see my friends when I was like back home visiting my dad when I was in college and there was black ice on the road. Do you know what black ice is growing yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. You have that? Okay. oil. Yeah, that happened. I don't know. I feel like a lot of mine are kind of bad memories that are scary memories. Sometimes they are. But there's a really neutral memory that I have no concept of how old I was or I, I mean, I must have been a tiny, tiny baby. 
I think it might be one of the first things I've ever remembered. And think that I'm in a hotel room and it's of these like these slanted, you know, those really cheap blinds that are just like those slanted metal strips and they go like this when you twist the thing on the side. Yeah. You like tilt back and forth to open and close. Yeah. Is those blinds right above me and they were slightly open and this like yellow light coming in because I think I was probably in a travel crib or something right below the blinds. And I think it was in a hotel or like a motel when I was a baby. But I believe that's my earliest memory. Interesting. Well, yeah, because mine involves sunshine too. Interesting. Isn't that weird? I feel like a lot of my childhood I really don't remember unless it was bad. I feel like a core memory for us both is when we were in Tennessee and the whiskey, the moonshine broke. And then I put it in a cup? No, you put it. <laughs> we were in Tennessee. We were driving through the Smoky Mountains. We had gone on this whiskey tasting the day before. So we had a bunch of mason jars of moonshine in the back of the car. And we were driving through the mountains. And at one point, all of the mason jars just like tipped over onto each other. And one of them had broken. And we opened the trunk. We got out of the car, opened the trunk. And Chaz, being super quick thinking, just grabbed a plastic bag that the moonshine had been in and caught all of the leaking moonshine in the bag. And that is a real Southern bell for you right there. Quick thinking, quick on my feet. In that same trip, there was this woman, we were at, we were all wasted in some bar. And this woman just kept talking to us. And in my mind, it was Paul McCartney's twin. Oh my God, yes. She looked just like Paul McCartney. We'll post pictures if we can find it. There's definitely a photo of this woman somewhere and we will post it because she looks exactly like Paul McCartney. Yeah. And she she would not shut up. She's our core memory. I think we kept calling her Paula McCartney. Did we? Or maybe I was just thinking it. There's this breastfeeding commercial. It's this brand called Bobby and it's fucking putrid. It's this baby making these gross sucking noises and it's like zoomed in and really loud and it makes my blood boil. And the whole point of the commercial is the baby, we think it's sucking on its mom's nipple, but it's sucking on a formula, like bottle with formula. And they say the most soothing sound to human ears and most comforting sound is a baby being fed. You didn't know the difference. You didn't know this was formula. It's like, this is the worst sound I can ever think of. I think I know what commercial you're talking about. And yes, every time it comes on, I am physically uncomfortable. It's jarring. You know how they say when babies cry, it's supposed to do something to women. Like if you hear a baby crying, you're, you're, it's supposed to, you're supposed to feel maternal toward them and feel this pull in your heart to protect the baby. Fuck no. I feel that If I hear a kitten cry, I'm like, oh my God, my baby, I have to save you. But with human babies, if it's not a baby I know or care about, uh uh-uh. Don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it suckling. Don't want to hear it crying. Don't really want to know that it exists. We're we're good on that. Yeah, please stop Bobby baby formula. The commercials like that should be illegal. That's such a weird, visceral thing to make someone deal with. No, it's like unsettling. Yeah, like I didn't ask for this. I just have to go sort through my bank statements. I might have two toilets. I have to go learn how to swing around on a pole like a whore. So I will let you do that and I will go to my evening. (laughs) Everybody, if you tuned in for this, I don't know why. (laughs) They never will again. This is our listenership is going to plummet after this episode. (laughs) 
<laughs> fun knowing you all. Uh, yeah, this was this was fun while it lasted. Just kidding. We'll be back again in two weeks with more. Thanks for listening. We'll be back, but they will not. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Sorry. Thank you and sorry. And leave us a review. Don't actually don't this week. Yeah, maybe don't this week. Hold I don't off. know. Just hold we'll off. we'll hold off for another couple weeks on the review. <laughs> Um, but if you if you do try the farting trick at your boyfriend's house, please let us know because I want to know how that's going for you. And I'm gonna DM you... the pod Instagram and say, "Hey, I farted my boyfriend's house." <laughs> Actually, I really want that too. I would be proud if I could if I could save one person from a night of their stomach hurting and them feeling embarrassed and bloated and sad. If I can save one person, then I've done a good thing in this world. So. Please do let me know because I I will clap for you. Bye. I'm blocking you if you DM us that. Okay, bye everyone. <laughs>